Welcome to the Confidence and Self-Esteem podcast. Challenging you to increase your confidence and self-esteem. Introducing your host, James Blundell. Using everyday life to help you increase your confidence and self-esteem and really be in a position where... You're confident in yourself to the ability when you don't really care about the rest of the world at all. Quite literally, I don't I don't know why. Today I just feel I feel energized. I feel focused. I there's a spring in my step. I feel like Literally, like, there's nothing can put me on a diner. And I've, I've just been in a position where I was walking to the checkout and in the supermarket. And this sort of person you could see was coming from another angle and they were sort of walking a bit faster to get there first. And I just slowed down and smiled and looked to them and knocked yourself out. If you want to get in there first, you can get in there first. Do I got to get home? Yep. Was that even a sentence? Have I got to get home? Of course I have. Um, I've got to eat dinner, bath, a couple of children, get them to bed. But if it takes an extra three minutes or whatever, because you have something in your life which is more important than me, then why not? Of course you can go first. I have no idea what that thing is. You have no idea what my thing is. But let's say your thing's more important. Knock yourself out. I have no idea why I feel like that today. I'm sober, by the way. (laughs) Just in case there was any doubt that I might not have been. I've also had a scenario this week where uh, the teacher... So we got a six-year-old. The teacher's had to get in touch to say that they had a visitor in this week who was going to um, or a visitor who came in this week to talk about a certain subject and at some point during um, that presentation um, our six-year-old daughter stuck her hand up and said um, when are you going to stop talking um, and the person responded the adult rep- responded with I'm, I'm paraphrasing, by the way, with, with all this, um, with why are you bored? To which our daughter said yes. And the teacher wondered if we could have a chat with her about it. And lots of different things have gone through my mind um, regarding that subject. One of which is I don't want to be the um, the parent who has a child who is out of control and everybody knows that apart from me. Um, or everyone can see that except me who's in denial, right? I want to be a responsible parent and I want to do the best for my child. And, you know, in, in a way of giving them life lessons to make them a, a rounded, you know, human being when they grow up where they can handle social situations and they can handle life situations in a way which 
gives them a balanced outcome. I don't want to raise a child or children. I have four of them. I don't want to raise a child who, you know, is in a place where they are so um, so confident in themselves that they don't actually see fault in themselves or that they see, you know, every time there's something happens is somebody else's fault, somebody else's mistake, somebody else's, you know, you, you, there has to be in line with increasing your confidence and self-esteem, an honest reflection of you and your strengths and weaknesses. And that comes both ways, by the way. You've got to be able to see your strengths and be proud of them and notice them. And you've also got to be able to reflect on your weaknesses and see whether, you know, not, you don't necessarily have to improve them. You just need to acknowledge that we all have them. And, yeah, that comes from being in a place where I should be sitting down with our six-year-old and having that conversation with, look, maybe you haven't gone about this the right way. But this is my thought. So I'll tell you now that because I don't want to be a problem parent, I want to be one that the teachers can communicate with me or us, including Kerry, clearly, and say, this has happened, could you please, you know, reflect on that with your child? Um, you know, I, I, my response could be something along the lines of, oh, that's what the school's for, that's what you're there for, why are you asking me to do it, you know, sort yourself out, blah, 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 blah. But actually, what all that's probably going to happen is, you know, over time, the teachers aren't going to pass on this information and our, our child's going to be left behind at some point. So, so the, the reply we gave was, thank you for, um, very much for your feedback. I really appreciate it. Paint a clear picture of the situation and we will talk to her in detail tonight um, about this, which we did. And we also explained to her, um, our daughter, that, you know, even if you're thinking that, there's probably better ways of doing that this is a six-year-old by the way so how much of that they took on um yet this is my actual thoughts so carrie you know says you know how should we reply and i came up with three options which is a thank the teacher apologize and say we talk to her which as i said is the option we chose but my option b was should i also apologise for the way our six-year-old has handled the situation, emphasising the word six. She's six. She doesn't understand the, you know, the correct protocol of raising an issue and addressing it in a, you know, proactive way. Um, so apologise for the way our six-year-old has handled the situation, but point out she's entitled to her opinion, because, again, I'm very proud of the fact that our daughter felt she was able to express her thoughts and feelings or C, the third option that and is the real one that's kind of closest to my heart because I do a bit of public speaking and stand up in front of people and talk and this and that and the other is advise the visitor to reflect on her target audience adjust her presentation accordingly and assume if one person said it 10 people were thinking it um, my understanding is 
following the question of which is another thing by the way you've asked an audience member are you bored it's a closed question you have two answers yes or no are you not you know there's a 50 percent chance you're not going to hear the outcome or you're not going to like the outcome and why would you ask such a question especially to a six-year-old if you weren't prepared to deal with that answer but apparently the person became a bit flustered after that and her presentation went downhill um well sorry but if you've got a problem with the thoughts or an answer from a six-year-old then as a grown-up maybe you need to reflect a bit more on on uh, the your presentation and maybe my daughter was a hundred percent correct in saying that yes she was bored and how long is this going on for so there's a lot of things to reflect there on from a confidence and self-esteem point of view. The key thing that I've been thinking about for all this, and I've spoken to quite a few different people about it, most of them um, are kind of in the camp of um, the adults in the room should have taken note of that those the, the 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 questions being asked by my daughter and reflected on the fact that this isn't the issue isn't about a six-year-old the issue is about the adults um you know the, the adults attitude towards this whether it becomes the 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 teacher who needs to maybe do a bit more work with the class on how you ask appropriate questions blah 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 or whether it's the um, person doing a presentation needs to reflect on how what their presentation's about, how they you know interact with the audience, how they stimulate the audience, motivate the audience, etc., etc. Um, yeah, very little of it seems to be around our child and their response or their their actions. Um, again, doesn't mean that one person is right or the other's not. It's something that needs to be reflecting on. Now, the point of all this is, from a confidence and self-esteem point of view, it's just another reminder, and I'm sure there's going to be plenty more in this life, of where, you know, when I was at school, I never got lessons on parenting. And even if I did, that was, you know, 29 years ago or something. No, it's more than that. Uh, I left school at 16, I'm now 49, you do the maths, 23, 33 years ago. What? Let's work this out. 16, 26, 36, 46, 33 years ago. 33 years ago I left school. So even if I did have lessons about parenting, I've forgotten most of them by now, especially the ones <laughs> involving maths. Um, right, um, so... What I'm basically saying is, is from a confidence and self-esteem point of view, hey, we're still learning. We're adults who still have to make this up as we go along. We're not, we haven't got everything worked out. You know, no matter, no matter what's thrown at us in life, whether it's children or, you know, questions being thrown at us from a six-year-old or bringing up our own children or having to teach a whole classroom of children, None of us have got this whole thing worked out, right? This thing called life, we're all learning as we go along. Do not somehow reflect on the things that haven't quite worked out for you. 
and see that as a reflection of you have no confidence. It just is one of those things which hasn't quite worked out the way you wanted it right this second and you can do something about it. And you need to be honest with yourself and you need to be open-minded enough to reflect on both the positives and the negatives and take something about it. Take a good out of the situation, take the bad out of the situation and take a um, area for improvement out of this. You know, so whether you're the parent, which in this case I am, whether you're the teacher of that class or whether you are um, the person who did the presentation. From a confidence and self-esteem point of view, make sure that we take something out of this, which is a positive, a negative or not cool, or we could do that differently and uh, area for improvement. If we could re rewind the clock a week, how would we deal with that next time? How would we prepare for that situation? How would we adjust our practices to get a different outcome? Because as long as you can do that, over time your confidence and self-esteem will, will flourish. Hope that makes sense. Have a fantastic day. Goodbye. Contact the show.